Terry Meyerson used to be the executive in charge of Microsoft's Windows business, making decisions that impacted PC users around the world. Yeah, I've worked on these platforms that more than a billion people use now. And I, you know, I felt like I had a big impact on the world with my work. But in his new job, as the CEO of a Seattle health data startup called Truvetta, he feels like it's on a whole other level. But I feel like this work at Truvetta could be the most meaningful thing. It is the most meaningful thing I've ever worked on. So what exactly is this company doing? We will explain coming up on this episode of GeekWire's Health Tech Podcast. I'm GeekWire editor Todd Bishop. GeekWire's Health Tech Podcast is sponsored by Primera Blue Cross, providing comprehensive health benefits and tailored services to approximately 2 million people, from individuals to Fortune 100 companies. Learn more about how Primera is innovating in healthcare at primera.com innovation. Truvetta, the startup led by former Microsoft Windows chief Terry Meyerson, first revealed its existence back in October 2020 but it just released new details about its origins and its plans. A group of 14 U.S. health systems representing tens of millions of patients across 40 states will pool data using software developed by Truvetta, leveraging artificial intelligence to search for medical breakthroughs and previously undetected patterns of inequity in healthcare. Truvetta was actually created and will be governed by these 14 health systems. And the health systems will use software developed by Truvetta to remove personally identifying information from the data to protect privacy. As Meyerson explained, this all came together for him at the beginning of the pandemic. You know, roll back your own personal clock to March of last year. And, you know, all of a sudden, everything's closed. The world's locked down. Your kids aren't going to school. And several really smart people from my old team at Microsoft had joined Providence Healthcare. They knew that I had developed this really strong interest in the intersection of data science and life science, and they invited me to kind of be part of the virtual team trying to figure out what was going on. And it really opened my eyes, Todd. I saw them asking really important questions, like how long should someone be intubated? Who should be intubated? I dropped the chloroquine. Does it work? Does it not work? I'm desperate. Who's taking it? I learned that, you know, patient care is very variable. Every physician makes decisions based upon their own personal experience. And the data was incredibly hard to analyze. It just wasn't stored in any way where the system could learn against it. And these brilliant data scientists across these systems, you know, said we got to put data together at an even larger scale. So I saw three systems try and put their data together to try and analyze it at scale. And that had hit all kinds of roadblocks and was super hard. And they never got to a stage where they could learn against it. And this team at Providence have had this vision of bringing healthcare data together on a nationwide scale. And it was just so clear to me that the world needed that to exist. You know, I then got to work, you know, with that team to bring Trivetta to life, you know, signed up personally to lead it and help, you know, start a company. And, you know, here we are with a statistically significant view into all of U.S. healthcare. And we've got a lot of work to do to de-identify or which is the industry term for anonymizing the data. We've got a lot of work to do to put it together in a form into a platform that research can be done on it. But it's just going to have a transformative impact upon so many people's lives. I mean, making patient care data-driven for clinicians or families, you can understand what other people have gone through in similar situations, you know, shining a light on the inequities in health. I mean, some of this data is amazing. I mean, we have black children of a 500% higher death rate from asthma, 
you know, one third of the nurses that have died from COVID-19 are Filipino, but only 4% of the nurses are Filipino. You hear stats like that and you like, you start wondering, was there variance in the access to patient care or the patient care that was done? Or even should there be variances in the patient care that's done? And we need data to answer and ask these questions. No one physician can keep track in their head the 7,000 different rare diseases that are there, but with data, we can we can diagnose these things quickly. And so, you know, the more, the more I worked on it, the more I became convinced the world needed this data platform to exist. You are accustomed to Windows telemetry data, where if somebody opts in, you get a sense for the broad strokes of what's going on with Windows computers out there in your old role. Do you see parallels between that and this? You know, there definitely are parallels. The scale of what we're dealing with here is, is similar. You know, one of the most differentiated things about Trivetta is the governance of Trivetta. I mean, Trivetta is governed by these health providers. And it is, you know, working with this ecosystem of providers and all the other people in health and being in the center with this data, that is the thing that has the most analogies to me in my old role, thinking about Windows' role in the ecosystem. Um, it gave me a lot of experience of how to work with lots of partners and, you know, create win-win, you know, relationships for everyone. That's probably the part that is probably the biggest analogy. But, you know, it's just eye-opening. I mean, data has transformed so many industries, Todd. I mean, you've written about me, but data has not yet transformed health. And, you know, health is so personal. <laughs> I mean, it is, you know, it is the, you know, largest section of our economy. Uh, and every, you know, it's part of who we are as a people and our family and it's part of our society. And so many, we now know it's part of national security, you know, with this COVID pandemic. And, you know, it's just amazing to me that this data has never been brought together before. And I feel like we have this really special opportunity to do that. There's even more to it, though, and we'll dive deeper into what this company is doing after the break with the CEO of Providence, Rod Hockman. This season of the GeekWire Health Tech Podcast is presented by Primera Blue Cross. At Primera, we talk about what we do all day. We offer access to healthcare. The card in the pocket allows people to go get access to healthcare. Dr. John Espinola is Executive Vice President of Healthcare Services for Primera Blue Cross. The challenge we have is that we know that the healthcare that they get access to doesn't work as well as it could. So we have a duty at Primera to make healthcare work better. That's our job. We give people access to healthcare, yet we give them access to something that's subpar. We have a moral and fiduciary obligation to do better. We're going to do it in partnership with those who may touch the moment of care. Providers, innovators, entrepreneurs, all of these are going to help us move in the direction we need to to make healthcare work better. We're bold enough to take the risk to try to do something that'll make a difference and learn from it and be better along the way. To find out more, visit Primera.com innovation. Dr. Rod Hockman is president and CEO of Providence, the Renton, Washington-based health system where Truvetta began. Can you tell me the story of how Truvetta came to be and how Providence came to be involved? Sure. Well, this is a two-year-in-the-making story, right? So uh, over two years ago, you know, we, we wrote a, a white paper, but we also started talking to some of our colleagues, why wouldn't we create a data company 
uh, owned and operated by the provider community. And a lot of this is in response to, you know, our data being shipped off to the insurers or our data being shipped off to a tech company or to some other startup. And I said, why wouldn't we want to do it ourselves? So I was at a meeting of the Health Management Academy with a group, of, and I had a group of CEOs, and I'm also this year the chair of the American Hospital Association. So these are all people I've known for 30 years. And said, here's the premise, why don't we develop our own data company hmm. and uh, hire our own technology people and create it ourselves. And they all said, right, this is great. We love it. Uh, come back to us when you've got more. <laughs> right? You know how that is, right? Yes. <laughs> so what we said, you know, one of the things that we had to do was uh, we need to create people. The biggest problem is that, you know, healthcare people are not the, the, the greatest technologists, right? So what did we do first? We hired Terry, and you know Terry and I, we he interviewed with me, and and you know he said, look, we can do this. And I said, Terry, what keeps me awake at night is how do you take all these disparate databases and all these data feeds and make them into something that's usable? And his answer to me was, Rod, I got engineers, we can figure all of that out. I got that one. That doesn't keep me awake at night. He said, what keeps me awake at night is having 14 or 15 CEOs as a boss. <laughs> and I said, Terry, that doesn't keep me awake at night. I'll handle that side of it. So it's this beautiful marriage of bringing technology and healthcare together into the same company. Now, Terry's gone on. He's hired you know, some 50 plus people. I've interviewed a number of the engineers that we have and how, how we do it. And you know, at, at, at Providence, eight years ago, we hired Aaron Martin to join us, right? You know Aaron. And you know, here's this poor guy come from Amazon into healthcare, right? But what we've been doing, we have about 200 people at work in Providence that come from tech. They come from Amazon, they come from Microsoft. Our CIO is BJ Moore from Microsoft. Our CFO is from Microsoft. And we, we grabbed all these folks there and said, okay, let's marry what you know with what we know and create a different health system. And we've been in the process of doing that. So we have demonstrated proof of concept there. So why not do it with a data company, right? Why, you know, what's magical about it? And, you know, you just got to have the right expertise, right? You know, and you have to understand what you know and what you don't know. But I, I'm, you know, really confident. How many times do you think you could bring together 14 large system CEOs to do something together? And it's pretty remarkable. It is remarkable. It's unusual. What was the key? Was it simply taking the initiative or was there something else behind the scenes operating that, that brought these together? I would say, you know, from a standpoint that, you know, I, we, we've developed some modicum of credibility. Um, and, you know, your colleagues, you know, I trust my colleagues when we joined Civica, you know, the generic drug company, which is also a consortium, the folks at Inner Mountain kind of drove that. And I said, hey, do we want in? I, yeah, definitely. You know, so I think a little of it is, you know, they understood that we've been working with technologists for a long time at Providence. We live in the right neighborhood. You know, it's, uh, you know, I, I kind of look at my house. I live up the hill from Amazon and over the lake from Microsoft. You know, we've got a lot of the right substrate there. So I think a lot of our colleagues, you know, and they kicked the tires hard and went through it and. I think Terry did a great job of describing, you know, what's happening, what we're doing, and here we are. So I, so I think I think it's that. Um, I think a lot of the credibility for how this thing goes is based on 
Terry and my credibility. Um, we've got some of the best health systems in the country, you know, Northwell and, you know, Advocate Aurora up in Chicago. And, you know, we cover the whole country. And um, I think I think we're well positioned. Paint for me a picture of, of what this company could do and the impact it could have on healthcare if it accomplishes what you hope it'll accomplish. Sure. So, in a, I'm a, I've been a physician for 42 years, and I'm an immunologist by training. You know, that, that really comes in handy this uh, this last year. Um, so, so to me, let me give you the the use cases that I think are some of the most important. The first one is COVID, COVID, COVID. Right? We're not going to be through COVID. Uh, we're going to be looking at the long-term implications of the pandemic. We're going to be need to be collecting data on whether this disease will reoccur, how will it reoccur. And when I've talked to people in the administration, they've said, Rod, I wish we had Truvetta before we started the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So that's that's number one. Number two is the whole issue that you've heard a lot about this year about health equity. Mm-hmm. Why are there disparities in the way if I'm a African-American patient in Texas somewhere, why is my care so different for the same condition as a suburban woman in Portland, Oregon? You know, so this will reveal those equities with a bright light. So I think that to me is an exciting prospect to be uncover that. Number three, if we look at just the area of cancer care, uh, cancer care is developing at light speed. One of the biggest problems that we have in biopharma and pharma is how do we find the patients that could use our treatment? Uh, and it's it's complicated, right, to, to find those because particularly with uh, some of the biologics that we're using, they're there for specific patients with specific markers. We think something like Truvetta is going to be able to accelerate that because right now, if you talk to people in biopharma, they got to hunt and pick to find where those patients are. So I think for complex diseases, like particularly oncology, it's going to be particularly helpful. The fourth area is to understand what works and what doesn't work. And the problem is, is that you got to just crunch enough data to understand that maybe giving X drug not only doesn't help, but might hurt patients. But you need scale of data to really get at it. And the database needs to be diverse enough so we've got Hawaii Pacific in this database. I've got patients from Kodiak, Alaska, South Central LA, Detroit. You've, you've got to have a diverse population to understand what some of those differences are going to be. So it's going to help us solve a lot of issues, healthcare issues, that before, even with a database the size of Providence's, I can't solve. It's not big enough to solve on my own. Roughly how many patients do you expect to be in the database? It accounts for about... 11% of all of the uh, discharges and admissions in the United States. Hmm. Um, the, the folks that are served in the communities that are out there um, are um, about 100 million or so. The, the number of folks in the communities that we serve is about 100 million. You look at where we are. So just Providence alone serves anywhere from 8 to 10 million people a year. So it's a very, it's more extensive, but also the important other thing that's important, Todd, is that it's a deep database. So it's not just claims information, it's lab, it's x-ray, it's EMR data. You know, we have a health plan in Oregon, we're going to put the health plan data into the into the mix as well. So 
I think it's both the, the breadth and depth of the of the data that's going to make a difference. What do you foresee as the biggest challenge to overcome over the next year or two with Trovetta? It depends on who you talk to, right? So, I, you know, I'm not a technologist, you know, I'm a clinician. So that, you know, I just got to assure myself I've got the smartest technologists, right, that can solve the problem. And I I think we are. So that that one, you know, you don't, you don't you know what you don't know. I think like with anything like this, I think there's always concerns that, you know, the privacy folks are going to be out there. We're going to do everything that's humanly possible on the privacy side. You can, it's never going to be perfect, but there's always going to be that group that um, I don't want to equate them to the anti-vaxxers, but any aggregation is bad, right? So, you know, I think there'll be some of that that's out there. Um, I think there'll be some competitors that'll say, well, we think we could do it better and so be it, you know, we'll, we'll see how that goes. I think the EMR companies like Epic and Cerner are going to say, why do you need Trivetta? We can do this for you, you know, so those kind of things. But by now, you know the usual suspects out there, right? They'll, they'll, all, they'll all be out there. And I think what we, we have a great story, we have a great team, and we're going to just stick to it. And I've tried it out on a number of people uh, in the government. You know, I kind of said to them, okay, what do you think about this, this idea? You know, we're going to launch this. They said, this is fantastic. Um, now, there'll be some in the government that are going to want to worry about data and security and whatnot, and we're kind of addressing those issues with them. But then there are a lot of people I respect uh, that have been, you know, Don Berwick, Don's been been out there, and I, I gave the pitch to Don, and Don said, this is fantastic. And, you know, Don can be a curmudgeon on a lot of stuff, and you know, but we've we've validated with a lot of tough customers out there just to say, what are we missing? What's wrong about this? And I think we've worked really hard to fill those gaps. Big picture, what would you want people to take away about what you're doing with Truvetta and, and what the potential is? Data saves lives. And I think that the public's starting to understand that via COVID, right? What do we know? What don't we know? How do we, how do we understand that? So I think the public's starting to learn that, you know, Real good data is important in kind of dealing with stuff. So I think that's uh, number one. And I think it gives hope to a lot of people that either have difficult diseases or are concerned around a lot of the inequities in care, that this could shine a brighter light on how care should be better. And then I think people, you know, never has been there a time, it will fade, that people have trusted their nurses and their doctors and their hospitals more than ever. And I think um, having them as the ones that are working on this, I think would give them more security than just if I was a group of technologists saying, trust me, you know, I'll figure this out and see how this goes. Dr. Rod Hockman is president and CEO of the Providence Health System. You can find out more about Truvetta in our news story at geekwire.com slash health tech. Thanks for listening to the GeekWire Health Tech Podcast. If you like the show, please consider leaving us a rating and a review on your favorite podcast app, or tell a friend or a colleague about the show. See more episodes at geekwire.com slash healthtech and subscribe in your favorite podcast app. Thanks to our sponsor of Health Tech Season 5, Primera Blue Cross. You can find out more about their work at primera.com slash innovation. To see all of GeekWire's coverage of science, tech, business, and more, go to geekwire.com and sign up for our podcast newsletter to hear all of our shows. I'm GeekWire editor Todd Bishop. 
Thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon with another episode of the GeekWire Health Tech Podcast.